MBI Edge podcast, where we explore the backgrounds of interesting individuals and how they intersect with our building industry in Iowa. I'm your host, Ben Hammes, and I'm going to bring to you topics that help educate, develop, grow, and enhance you and your company. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the MBI Edge podcast. Um, we're really excited about our episode today. Um, for those that don't know or listeners, uh, MBI has supported uh, both the UNI Construction Management Program and the ISU Construction Engineering Program uh, through our annual awarding of scholarships uh, to students that have been enrolled in those programs for many years. Um, you know, we've had just shy of, I think, five years since 2018. Yeah, since 2018, I think we've awarded over 80 scholarships and over $150,000 from MBI to our future workforce. Um, we're excited about having our guest here today uh, because he was a early recipient of one of those scholarships, and I asked him to come in and join the podcast to kind of tell that story, and um, at the end of this, we'll have some information for those members that want to get involved uh, in our efforts. So, Steve, thank you for being here today. Can you tell the listeners uh, who you are? Absolutely. Uh, Steve Hoshold. I'm CEO of Graham Construction Company based here in Des Moines with offices in Cedar Rapids and Omaha. Great. Awesome. You know, our education director, Tom Fulcher, uh, who runs this program for MBI, has shared the story with me, and you've shared this with me, too, over the years. Um, but we always thought it was kind of a neat story about how you got started in this industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, if you could, could you tell the listeners that story? Yeah, I I got started uh, building homes when I was 14 years old, growing up in God's country, Marengo, Iowa, and um, growing up in a small town constructions either orange barrels or building homes and um, went to actually I went to Kirkwood Community College uh, construction technology program framed homes uh, during school and during the summer and then went to UNI um, tried to transfer as much as I could not a lot did and uh, so it took me five and a half years to get through college five and a half glorious glorious years. years and when you're self-funded it's not as much fucking fun as uh, those that were uh, being supported by mom and dad uh, but I had a um, residential construction company called TNT Construction when I was at UNI, and I was interested in commercial construction. And so at the time, I was president of the Construction Management Club, and I had asked employers to do uh, offer shadow days to our kids um, to get some exposure. And there was one for Peters Construction, and Dave Peters let me follow him around for a day, figure out what commercial construction was like. But when I was in his office, he gave me, at the time, it was the AGC magazine, and it featured Master Builders of Iowa. Well, at that same time, the scholarships were going on at UNI, and I studied that AGC magazine front to back, trying to learn everything I could about the MBI and what it did, and it was founded in 1912, and how it was founded, and all the different subcommittees. And so um, you go through the application process. Um, There was probably maybe 15 of us that uh, were interviewing, and uh, I was reciting every fact and figure I could about MBI, and ultimately I was awarded there at the time. It was like a considered a full tuition scholarship, which I think it was like $2,000. But as a kid who had student loan debt, credit card debt, a struggling construction company, um, I mean, it meant the world to me. It was, uh, it almost brought me to tears. And I remember after I got the scholarship and it was like legitimate cash that I could use uh, to further my education, um, I always said that, you know, I'll, I got to figure out a way to pay this back. And so <laughs> getting into, I went to work for Peter's Construction full time out of college and Dave was a big proponent of Master Builders of Iowa. 
I believe he was the chair at the time. I think he, he was close, 1995. He was, and I remember, you know, watching Dave thinking, you know, man, someday I would love to, you know, lead the organization, uh, be chair, and uh, as luck would have it, uh, got on the MBI board, um, eventually moved to the executive committee, became chairperson, and uh, it's that that two thousand dollars that I got, I think I've paid it, you know, a thousand times back. Is that right? You think you've paid it back? <laughs> oh, I know I okay, paid it back, right. but I'm not sure I'm done. I think I'm going to continue <laughs> to pay. Uh, you know, MBI supported both of these two programs. You talk about the UNI program, but the ISU program too. Um, they do turn out people with different skills. Yep, it's a different type of person. They're yes. all coming into our industry. They're all needed. Yep. You were sharing with me. You have employees on staff that have both, uh, you know been a recipient of both of those programs and scholarship money from both of those programs yeah so for you specifically your company what do you look for with with those two different skill sets so i think um you know for me you and i was the absolute right fit um we've got we have more today at graham construction we have more connie grads than we do you and i construction management grads uh, but that's a you know a historic program. Uh, they're everywhere in industry. In fact, when I was on the MBI board of directors, I was the only UNI guy on the board. And so, mm-hmm. as time has gone on, there's more and more UNI kids that are out there. Um, but at the highest levels of leadership, we're a UNI dominated organization. And I think uh, the cool thing about the two programs is they do attract very different students in terms of what's important to them. And I'm not smart enough to be an engineer. Um, So Iowa State was never something for me. And quite frankly, I don't want to design anything. And when we hire Connie uh, grads, we don't want them to design anything either. Mm-hmm. Um, the UNI program, I think, uh, is more of a blue-collar you know, group of kids that many of them have construction experience, um, but they also, I think, fall in love with the business of construction, which is what I did. The construction activity brought me into the industry, and I love being a part of a team and seeing kind of that ultimate scorecard every day of things going up. Um, but you and I offered this, hey, we're going we're gonna to really immerse you in the industry and what happens. Uh, but at the same time, we're going to teach you the accounting side and, um, you know, specifically communication. You know, mm-hmm. so much of what we're looking for with kids today is the right attitude. And if they don't have field experience, you got to get it. Um, yep. You've got to come in and you've got to be able to work with teams and, and be successful that way. Yeah. We have a lot of our members that listen to this podcast and it's growing, I think, week by week. They have... Uh, their own kids, their own grandkids that are um, looking at maybe one or the other of these programs. Um, you know, how valuable is it for us to provide? Again, you shared your story, but how valuable is that for, to us to continue to provide that monetary benefit for those future employees? It, it's it's huge. And so we've got some of the best and brightest that uh, come to Iowa State or come to you and I to get into our industry. And I would say as a kid at you and I, uh, it wasn't obvious who MBI was, um, and I think so for MBI to show up year and year again, uh, giving money back to students or having you know leaders of industry showing up to interview these kids and tell the story or have the kids learn about Master Builders of Iowa, we have a better shot at keeping them in our state. And so if MBI is not there, nobody is, and we end up with the brain drain losing some of our most precious assets um, and so MBI has really taken that charge. And in the last, certainly in the last decade, they've really stepped it up at UNI. They've always really been a part of the Iowa State program. Um, but 
I love what MBI has done at the UNI program. Well, we want to continue to strengthen that. Talk about the interview process. Do you remember in 1995 what the interview process was like? Was it strenuous? Was it? Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't have a coat. <laughs> um, I certainly didn't have a tie. Uh, I was able to find a coat. Um, I think maybe Dave Peters gave me a tie that I could wear. <laughs> Um, but you know, I went in, um, ready to go. And it's interesting that a lot of what I did in construction, you know, resembled what I had to do to get ready for that interview, to go in and meet everybody, shake everybody's hand, um, introduce yourself. You've got a limited amount of time, but you can go in prepared. Um, at the same time, you're going to get peppered with questions from leaders in our industry that, I mean, you're sweating bullets, Mm -hmm. you're intimidated Mm -hmm. by the people on the other side. Um, but it was great experience, and I think more kids should be a part of it. And as somebody who sat on the other side interviewing these kids, uh, I remember sitting in an interview a number of years ago. Uh, Drew Suggs uh, came in, kid that had worked uh, concrete construction, uh, just had a great attitude. And I was texting uh, my talent acquisitions person at the time. It's like, we got to get this kid. He's got the right attitude. He's got a ways to go. And so you're sitting there in real time as an employer seeing, again, these are kids that um, many of them aren't, um, you know, scholarshiped or uh, have mommy and daddy paying for it. Uh, They're in there trying to figure out a way to, you know, earn a little bit more money through scholarships. And so I love Hungry, Humble, and Smart. And uh, that's many times what you see when you go through those uh, scholarship interviews. Yeah. If you are one of these students that's thinking about it, could you give them one little piece of advice? I mean, uh, if they were going to go in and apply for one of these scholarships, is there any piece of advice you could share with them? Yeah, I and I'm offered a um, you know interns that we have. It's like if you're going to go through that process, I can help you. But um, you know, know who you're going in to talk to. It seems so obvious, but many times we're sitting there as a panel, and we'll ask these kids, you know, hey, what do you know about the Master Builders of Iowa? And, a common response is, well, I checked you out on the website. Well, you know, sitting on our side of the table, we're looking for more. And in my case, in 1995, I was able to slam dunk that because I did a bunch of research. And so the kids that come in prepared, because if you're asking somebody for money um, and you don't know anything about them, it's no different than what I do in my business, right? If I'm going to go ask a hospital or, you know, a commercial office owner uh, for business, I better know something about them. So, uh, it's that way with anything in life is go in prepared and, and, and be thoughtful about what you're going to do. Sure. Sure. Well, that's a great story. We appreciate you coming and helping, uh, promote this program. It's very important. The timeline on this for our listeners, uh, applications are due at the end of March. We know that's a, a deadline coming up here by the time this podcast is launching. Uh, but we still thought it was important to talk at, you know, as we launched this podcast, we were running up and get some deadlines. But the applications are due here at the end of March. Evaluations are conducted in April. Awards are made there afterwards. We're going to continue to promote this as we go. And if any member is interested in serving on that scholarship and academic advisory committee that Steve had talked about serving on, uh, we're more than welcome to take more folks. Uh, we have room. We have the availability. If anybody wants to get involved in those interview processes, um, please let us know. Uh, email myself or email Tom Fulcher, uh, tfulcher at mbi.build. Uh, and we can get you all set up. So, again, thank you, Steve. I appreciate you coming in and sharing your story. Um, it's been real, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, up, we got the dreamers disease.